One, two, three. 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 All right. That's, that was three one two threes apiece. Six one two threes. Eight now that I said one two three twice. <laughs> Fuck nine. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Bat Rankings, where you can come for Batman. But stay for Anthony. I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton, and with me as always. Hi, I'm Kenny Wodorski. And we're we're here, we're 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 doing it, we're doing science. Uh sometimes sometimes science is tough. Sometimes science is hot. I yeah. still haven't turned my air conditioning on yet. I'm. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, I we did that a while back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm taking two ice baths a day, but. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's a good point. I no, dude, we bit the bullet. We we turned that sucker on a while back. So. <laughs> also, I got my blood sucked yesterday. I saw that. Uh, ben put on on his Facebook. Uh, there was a, a, a young lady. She was taking taking your blood. I mm-hmm. at first thought you were getting a tattoo, but then on <laughs> closer inspection, I saw that you weren't. Now, what was this all about? Uh, this is antibody testing uh, to see if I if I test positive for anti COVID antibodies. It means that I have already had it and recovered from it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, there. They're estimating a minimum. Once you've had it, you're you're immune for a minimum of two months. Uh, okay. It's it's longer than two months, but they don't know by how much. So we shall see. Okay. Uh, uh, I do recall you were sick. I'd say late January, February ish. Uh, yeah, yeah, sick as a dog in late January. So it's possible, not yeah. out of the realm of possibility, but we'll see. This is what science is all about. That's why you <laughs> test it, kids. Yep. Yep. And the, the, the thing is like my operating theory is, yeah, that was probably COVID back before anybody was really looking out for it. Like all the symptoms match up. If I test positive, that doesn't mean that that was COVID. That could have been something else. And it's possible I've been infected since and was just, you know, asymptomatic. A lot of people are. So a, a positive or negative test result doesn't answer all the questions. It's just one data point to work with. So should be it's it's more a matter of curiosity thing than anything else okay. although it would be it would be nice if i know i'm i'm not a carrier for at least a little while it'd yeah. be nice to go visit my dad be nice yeah. to uh yeah. nice to go visit my mom <laughs> yeah that's a good point yeah yeah but yeah, we'll see yeah that's um i don't know it, it, it could be it's hard to tell. It really is hard to tell. I had several people where I worked one mm. by one. They all got this real bad flu. Uh, and one of them kept making jokes and he's kind of overdramatic. He kept making jokes. I could see a light at the end. I, I thought that was God. And Jesus was talking to me. And I was just kind of, this is the kind of guy he's, he's way over the top dramatic, but he mm. was very, very sick. So, there is kind of a thought in our little community where I work that maybe they hit us up and uh, one by one they all got sick too. We don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Yep. Did, could it could have been just the the bog standard seasonal flu because the symptoms are are pretty similar. So yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, could be any yeah. number of things. But uh, <laughs> you know who's sick in the head and isn't finding a cure anytime soon. It's Maximilian Zeus. That's right. An excellent segue, good sir. (laughs) (laughs) 
Today we watched Fire from Olympus. Yes. Uh, now, this one I was not really looking forward to. This one, in my opinion, is uh, kind of like a Prophecy of Doom episode. We'll yep. go into that later, but uh, I'm just going to say I'm glad I watched it. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll get into that down and dirty science a little later. But for now, we open up on uh, on James Gordon looking at his watch. It's five minutes to midnight in in a dark alley. He's supposed to meet some kind of informant, and his informant is late. And the the camera takes us like a block over to a different dark alley yeah. where the informant is. Did they, did they did he just write down the wrong address? What <laughs> happened here? <laughs> did you also notice that to check his watch, he lit a match? Yep, <laughs> I noticed that too. Yeah, that's a, but uh, no flashlight for old Jim Gordon. Not for him, sir. Uh, but nope. yeah, he this informant is in a different alleyway. Uh, he wants to talk to Jim about something, and he sees some people approaching, and he says, "Hey, Jim!" And it's not Jim; it's two hired goons. Yep, we got a we got a couple of mooks here. One of them gets a name. The one with the goatee and like the uh, <laughs> he's wearing a he's rocking the deep V. He's showing off some chest hair. Yeah, his name is Alex. Yeah, the other one doesn't get a name. That at least not that I caught. Right. But uh, <laughs> they tell this informant, "Forget it, Stavros. Your meeting has been canceled." Stavros tries to run away, but we see just in silhouette this very theatrical figure who cries out to the depths of Tartarus with you. Right. <laughs> uh, the the informant goes running, but he gets lost down the alleyway. There's a bunch of uh, tires at the end. He cries. He sobs. Please don't do this. Uh, I wasn't going to say anything. And of course, the theatrical looking person is like. I don't believe you, and you hear a large thunder and a zap, a lightning strike. Uh, Jim Gordon hears this. He runs to that alleyway, the the <laughs> different alleyway. And ah, I, it was it was Thirty Fourth Street. I wrote down Thirty Fourth Avenue. God damn it! So close. Oh <laughs> uh, shoot! You know this is why you write down your your directions. Luckily, we have yep. cell phones now. But Jim Gordon. <laughs> Shows up, there is a trail of, I guess, fire. Yep. Uh, you don't see the man on fire. You see him on the ground, but there's like a trail, a line of, of where lightning had hit. Yep, and we, we cut to the hospital. The man does survive, but he's he's unconscious, and he appears to have been struck by lightning. But it was a clear day. It was a clear night. There, were, there was no thunder. There was, well, how could this have happened? Yeah. Uh, the nurse says, you have to ask him when he wakes up. Looked it up. The nurse is voiced by uh, the actress who played the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air's mom. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> For one little line. One little cameo. Well. Uh, but uh, so then Jim Gordon starts talking to Batman. And we got to yep. get Batman involved in this. And they're talking about something called an electron discharge cannon. Basically a, a Buck Rogers ray beam. Yeah. <laughs> Lightning gun. It was a military prototype that was stolen. This informant, Stavros, was involved in the theft. And in this file photo of, of Stavros, Batman sees in the background this, this distinctive logo with the letter M and some lightning, mm -hmm. which belongs to Maximilian Zeus. Our, there are no red herrings. There is no <laughs> false trail. This is our villain of the episode. Uh, yeah, Batman starts talking about, well, this guy is involved in shipping, and there's been some rumors that he's, you know, kind of a, 
kind of involved with the underworld. (laughs) 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 And we cut to Maximilian Zeus at the top of his giant skyscraper, the Olympus building. I'm I'm sensing a theme here. (laughs) (laughs) Now our, our uh, antagonist, Mr. Zeus, is dressed in basically Hercules-looking... Yep, uh, he's straight up in a toga and sandals. Yeah, uh, he's got the the leaves in the ears. Uh, yeah, he, yep. he's Crown got the beard. He looks like a character from uh, an old-school Hercules TV show. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and and then, uh, he's, being, he's being lectured by his assistant... Who I couldn't even tell if her real name is Cleo. He calls her Cleo as yet another reference to Greek mythology. She was one of the muses. <laughs> she is credited as Cleo, so I believe okay. that was her name. She probably got hired because her name was Cleo. Yeah, very well might be. <laughs> but she's lecturing Zeus, so she's she is dressed as a normal businesswoman. She says the the this grand jury is investigating you. Uh, just drops a bunch of exposition. Uh, Zeus has has been involved in smuggling yeah and you kind of need this because otherwise <laughs> yeah zeus is talking he's <laughs> he is cuckoo la la land over here he's talking about tell me stories of history dear muse yeah. amuse me with tales of trifles and enjoyments <laughs> <laughs> um it's also somewhat implied that they had a romantic relationship even though we know that she's an assistant yeah, but well, it's the nineties. <laughs> me, uh, me too hadn't happened yet. <laughs> it was just kind of expected. Uh, either you bang your assistant, or you hire the woman you're banging as your assistant. It's just, <laughs> it was a different time. Oh man, um, but yeah. Um, ah, shoot. I lost my train of thought now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's about when Batman shows up, and he just. He's not taking the subtle route. He just shows up in the bat plane at the top of this building. And Max, uh, <laughs> good old Maxi, sees him coming and and decides, ah, this must be my brother Hades. Yeah. Clearly. Which is cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he he's, yeah. he's dressed all in black. Sure, I'll believe that he's, you know, an underworld god from Greek mythology. Yeah, well, it works. That. Yeah, well, and it works out great for Batman because Max does not say, fuck, Batman's sniffing around my shit. I better get rid of him. Instead, he (laughs) says, ah, it's my brother. Come on in. I'll tell you everything you want to know. He even offers him some wine. He's like, you thirsty? (laughs) (laughs) No, thanks. Uh, And Batman just starts to kind of talk to him about, like, hey, do you know anything about this? This uh, electric discharge cannon? And And unfortunately, uh, Max is so out to lunch, he... He cannot talk on the basis of reality. <laughs> he just jabbers on some nonsense about what what cares mighty Zeus for the weapons of mere mortals. And Batman is he kind of is like, okay, you weirdo. But Zeus is <laughs> bored of this conversation and says, uh, get out of here. He's got these gargoyle statues that have machine guns come out of the eyes. And, <laughs> yeah, calls uh, them his harpies. Yeah, harpies, that's right. And he <laughs> says to him, you know, be gone. I'm bored of you. And so Batman says, all right, which is smart. <laughs> smart on Batman's <laughs> yeah. part. Yeah, decides now's not the time for a fight. Batman pieces out, uh, but he goes to visit uh, Cleo uh, at, at her apartment where she's 
looking at some vacation photo of her and Max in happier times and kind of pining for the good old days when he wasn't quite so batshit crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's, we know that they were involved together um, yep. romantically. Uh, Batman shows up and is like, look, I know all things point to him. Can you help me out? And she reluctantly says, sure. Yep, and, uh, smuggles him, him into the building through the normal entrance in the trunk of her car, basically. <laughs> yeah, uh, not the sneakiest of ways in, but it works. <laughs> he gets in. Yeah. <laughs> Crawls uh, into the ductwork, starts uh, starts making his way back up to the, <laughs> to the penthouse, the roof. But uh, Zeus is able to tell that he's coming in, and uh, so he has a trap door. And uh, Mulder, uh, Mulder. <laughs> and uh, Batman uh, falls down the trap door into this um, kind of like a, I don't know what you would call it, a torture pit. Yeah, it's we're we're deep in the we're deep in the depths of a silly Batman third act at this point. Uh, voiceover of Maximilian Zeus tells him that he'll have to uh, he'll have to overcome the twelve layers labors of Heracles in order to reach him. Well, we only see two, a snake that Max calls a hydra, and then a wild boar. Yeah. Which uh, bats rodeos out a window. Uh, also, uh, going up the elevator is Cleo. She mm -hmm. gets stopped before she gets to the top floor. And Hired Goon says to her, "Yeah, sorry, Miss Cleo, but you can't, you know, this is where your journey ends. And it's implied... That she's going to be tied up or maybe yeah, even taken, killed. Yeah, taken captive, but the, in the next scene, she's still just, she just took the stairs from there, apparently. So, yeah, yeah this, this whole sequence is pretty disjointed. There's some pretty poor continuity going on here. Uh, B Batman shows up to stop uh, Maximilian, but not before he shoots down a police blimp, which was yes. a really good animated scene. I yeah. enjoyed that. Uh, he zaps that blimp. It gets on fire. It's falling down, and there's uh, the point of view from a like a restaurant. I think mm -hmm. you see a bunch of people watching the blimp as it crashes down towards the city. It pretty cool. Uh, yep. Big explosion. But... Take a shot, and yep. uh, that's where Batman shows up. Yeah, and at this point, by this point, uh, Cleo has reached the top floor because, yeah, she got stopped for no reason and then kept going. She wasn't and... tied up even. Yeah. <laughs> so now at this point, Max orders her, for some reason he's pissed at her, uh, he orders her tied. She tries to talk him down, and I think that's what sets him off. Tries to talk him out of his insanity, and he's having none of it. He considers her a traitor and has her tied to the front of this electric zappy cannon and he's a, about to about to fire uh she rambles something about how she'll be reborn as a goddess but before that happens batman batarangs the uh, control panel and we get oh we're two for two on these we get an it's over maxi but it's over now <laughs> Add one to the counter. We're nice. at five give it ups and four <laughs> it's overs. Very nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, Batman has a fight. Uh, he falls off, but he regains himself, gets back up. And, yep. uh, and, and at this point, by this point, even the mooks are turning on Max. He is so obviously insane. Like earlier, 
earlier Cleo had tried to talk them into like siding with her like it's isn't this a little much and at the time Alex had brushed it off like ah that's just his thing he loves yeah. the Greek stuff it's not a big deal yeah. so first the nameless mook uh when when Max is ordering Cleo tied to the cannon the nameless mook asks is this such a is this such a good idea and gets zapped with uh, Max has a some sort of electronic javelin that like handheld version of the the giant lightning cannon yeah. zaps him for his troubles and and Alex faced with that threat tizer does tie her up um well by by this point with Batman attacking and everything that's going on even Alex turns against Max and Max sets the harpies against him uh. so I think I think this is a good time to talk uh, Anthony rankings about these two mooks. I don't believe it. Anthony. Uh, Yes. (laughs) I liked these mooks because even they were kind of like, why are we doing this? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I think it's interesting that they'll, they'll play along with his insanity up to a point. Yes. Well, I'm sure they're being paid very well. Uh, they're willing I, to help with attempted murder, but they're uh, also not in it for. Uh, how do I say this? They're, they they realize there's a point. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's a line. It, the line, and once he crosses the line, that's when uh, the the higher goons are like, you know what? I'm going to file for unemployment. This isn't worth it. <laughs> yeah, this this seems like an HR issue, and I think we all just need to sit down and, and utilize our open communication skills, yeah. just like we learned in the training seminar. <laughs> now, we know they were they were okay with attempted murder at the very beginning of the episode, so uh, they're still bad. Yeah. Uh, but I would say there is some heart there, because... Yeah, I mean, wanna... to be fair, Stavros was a stoolie, and snitches get stitches, or exactly. in this case... Lightning to the face. Yeah. So, what are you thinking, Anthony Wise, on these mooks? I'm I'm thinking five hundred a piece. Okay, you're going a little high. I I a little high. I mean, there's some there's some good heart there. I think the the thing is the nameless mook has more heart. He draws that line earlier, but I think Alex has a little more personality. So I yeah. think it winds up still being a tie between them. Okay, I concur with this. All right. <laughs> so half an Anthony each. Who, me? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds That's right. Good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so we have our big, silly third act fight. Batman stuffs a grenade in one of the harpies' mouths. Uh, the, the cannon charges up again, which is weird because Batman had, again, another continuity error. Batman had just batarang the controls. And seems to have shut the cannon down until it charges up again, apparently just on its own. Nobody had been touching the controls or doing anything. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But <laughs> Batman gets to the controls, shuts it down, swings it over, and and drops off Miss Cleo there. And then Zeus gets it, you know, seems to have thrown Batman over the edge, starts charging up the cannon again. We're not sure what he's aiming at, which kind of made the stakes feel lower. This is a point at which you really want to see him taking aim at, I don't know, another police blimp or a building or like, for all we know, he's just firing off into the ocean where nobody's going to get hurt. Like, we're not given a a compelling reason to care at this point. Yeah. Uh, 
Batman isn't dead though. Shocking. <laughs> he, yeah. <laughs> he gets back up there. There's a fight. The electric laser javelin thing is thrown into the lightning cannon, the EDC. Yep. Uh, Maximilian freaks out. No, he jumps on it. The electricity shocks him and blows him off the electric yep. cannon off, uh, off the, off the building where he lands uh, pretty brutally, I would say. That was a pretty yeah. brutal fall. <laughs> I, w- I was surprised because typically the whole point of throwing the villain off of a high thing in like Disney movies or whatever is so that you don't actually have to see him die. We see him impact on screen. Yeah. And this was a long fall. Like, he should be dead. Spoilers, he's not dead. No. He... In this moment, it's like, holy shit, did he just die on screen? Yeah, he got fried thrown in the air and fell i'd say at least five stories <laughs> yeah and this is i mean he's a he's a built buff dude he does not have superpowers that we know of no. <laughs> he's just a dude with some gadgets and some muscles but okay we find out <laughs> later on he survived he's being taken yep. to arkham asylum and he's actually pretty happy about this he loves it he's getting you know wheeled in through the rogues gallery and he's putting each one into the context of his fantasy world ah poison ivy is clearly demeter two faces is yanus uh the joker is hermes the trickster god and yeah, he's, it's, they, it, I guess, a happy ending for Maximilian Zeus. As far as he's concerned, he's he is home on Mount Olympus at yes. last. <laughs> and that is the end of Fire on Olympus. Ben, does this episode hold up? I, I was interested to hear you say that you're glad you watched it because I remember this being, like you said, in that Prophecy of Doom category of something that's dumb but fun. Right. And I found myself not enjoying it quite as much as I did as a kid. I uh, really appreciated the animation on this one. The animation was quite good. This is another Don Yang episode. There's and they a... are... Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, they are consistently emerging as a very solid... You, you know you're in for something with some visual flair when, you, when it's a Don Yang episode. I really enjoyed... There's a part where when the, the warthog, the pig, is dragging mm-hmm. him on the uh, floor. Yep beautifully animated uh i really enjoyed the laser effects um the the blimp scene that was just to me like one of the better animated pieces that we've seen in the series when it's falling down and you get the point of view of everyone in that restaurant on whatever floor they're on and they're watching as this huge blimp on fire passes by their their uh window i was like wow that's really beautiful this is a really pretty episode that being said it's pretty stupid yeah it's real stupid and there's no so max is is just cuckoo bananas crazy town from the beginning we're not shown we're not shown him falling from grace the way we are with somebody like the mad hatter so it was missing a little bit of that tragedy or pathos it's explained in exposition but it's not explained to a point where we feel the transformation or some kind of connection uh this guy is like you said just crazy from the get-go it's hard to kind of be interested in him he's a weird guy who's into greek stuff and likes electricity 
Uh, and the villains that go crazy that are the best are the ones that go crazy for some relatable reason. You know, Harvey Dent had anger problems that resulted in a split personality. Uh, Mad Hatter, you know, uh, unrequited love. You know, there's some human core there. And there isn't that here. He just, I don't know, the stress got to him and he went nuts. Yeah, but we don't even know if he's in the Greek stuff. They don't even explain that. Like, it's not implied that he went to college and was majoring in Greek stuff. Or maybe he was born on the Greek islands and really liked mythology. None of that is explained. He is just Greek guy who likes lasers. Yeah, the, the the closest to an explanation we get is when Alex says, you know that Greek stuff? It's his thing. Yeah. Oh, it's his <laughs> thing then. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, and also... But, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, the, the whole Cleo stuff. Love interest, it's apparent he at one point does kind of back down. He's like, Cleo, mm-hmm. I got so confused. And then he immediately goes back, you know what? I'm I'm still going to kill you. I. Yep. I felt like there is a missed opportunity here. You needed more of that struggle between his Mm -hmm. real side and his crazy side. And when we don't have that, when we have all crazy, it's hard to make him, I don't know, a memorable character. Yeah. And, and Cleo is just such a non-entity. She's, she's once again, hot woman who loves her man and stands by him. <laughs> she's We've Jack, seen she's this char- she's Bruce Tim design. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like she's she's Grace from the Two-Face episode. Yeah. She's she's Batman Bruce Wayne's love interest from Prophecy of Doom. She is Yeah, it's just such a boring character type that we have seen over and over. I, I love the fact that when she got stopped at the elevator like this is where it ends for you. But no, she wasn't even put yep. in a room that was locked up. She found her way. Maybe there's a deleted <laughs> scene. I One could only hope. But uh, yeah. That being yep. said, I really appreciated the animation. I did like the animation of this one. Yep. But let's well, see I how well it's... it's going to be compared to the rest. I'm a disciple of science. I know the universe is in full compliance with natural laws. Yeah, I think it's time to drop some science on them in our master list of 56 episodes. Oh, man. Now, I've got my equipment on here. I have turned on my electric cannon. How's your running over there? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's on. It's charging. Uh, I have aimed it. Uh, people, please... Respect electric cannon safety. Never point it at a human being. Never strap a damsel in distress to the front of it. That's just not good electric cannon safety. Yeah, this is uh, this is why we're here to help you to guide you through the science. So let's put our lab coats on and pants is pants is off. Yes, indeed. All right. Let's take it's a look weird at doing this uh, so far away because we usually look at each other and we put our hands yep. up and hands down. Back up, back up. Tell me what you're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 hard to get the uh <laughs> to get the sync of our little catchphrase there. <laughs> we do our best. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Random number generator. Let's uh go down that list. Two-Face, See No Evil, Harley and Ivy, Demon's Quest, Cat and the Claw, Where the Great Ghost, The Man Who Killed Batman, Almost Got Him, Perchance to Dream, Robin's Reckoning, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, I Am the Night, Day of the Samurai, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favor, Feet of Clay, His Silicon Soul, Clock King, Heart of Steel, What is Reality? 
If you're so smart, why aren't you rich? Joker's wild vendetta, the last laugh, nothing to fear. The strange secret of Bruce Wayne's Atana dreams in darkness, off balance. The mechanic, Tiger Tiger, appointment, crime alley, all mother wings. Christmas with the Joker, mad as a hat or blind as a bat, mudslide, moon of the wolf, night of the ninja, fear of victory, shadow of the bat, POV, a prophecy of doom, birds of a feather, via clown, the cape and cowl conspiracy, paging the crime doctor, it's never too late, the underglowers, nobody's perfect, terror in the sky, can I scratch fever, and I've got Batman in my basement! Yeah! <laughs> oh, that was a struggle. That was a struggle. <laughs> it's getting hard, even with two breaks in between, it's getting hard to get them all in there. <laughs> That's awesome! Well done! <laughs> all right. Feeling lightheaded there. Random number generator. Is fire from Olympus better or worse than number six? Beware the gray ghost. It is worse. It is worse. Beware the gray ghost is a standout, and this one is kind of not. <laughs> it's funny, though, because both villains are kind of generic villains, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, there's a lot of heart in... Um... Oh, yeah. What was his name? Trent. Yeah, um, Simon Trent. Simon yeah. Trent. There's a lot of heart in that backstory, so no. Yeah, like here's the thing. But where the Gray Ghost had Adam West, this episode feels like it should have been an episode of Adam West's yes. Batman. <laughs> I can definitely see that. So no. Yep. All right. Is Fire from Olympus better or worse than number fourteen? Day of the Samurai. No. No, Day of the Samurai is better. That had a a personal connection for Bruce. And it had a goddamn kung fu fight in front of an active volcano. <laughs> I concur. <laughs> All right. Is Fire from Olympus better or worse than number 30, Zatanna? I think Zatanna's better. I agree. I, th I think we're starting to get closer, but Zatanna, the, the eponymous character is was a better on-screen presence than anything in fire from olympus and also a better performance uh, from that actress who played zatanna so yeah 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 i i enjoy the theatricality of the voice performance of of maxi zeus like it it fit the character but yeah it did, zatanna. I, I looked him up he's just cartoons basically but i mm -hmm. think any other voice actor could have done maximilian zeus yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. He he did very well, but it wasn't it wasn't like Ron Perlman as Clayface or wasn't one of these where you cannot imagine anybody else right. embodying yeah, that character. David Warner is Rachel Ghoul. This yep. could have been played by somebody else. Yep. All right. In that case, is Fire from Olympus better or worse than number 33, The Mechanic? No, I think The Mechanic's better. I concur. I like I, I th the, the, the hidden world of learning about the Batmobile. It's, yeah. It's a fun uh, character piece in the sense that you get to learn about a, a guy who fixes the Batmobile, something you wouldn't normally think about, maybe in a fan fiction story, but this was actually done as an animated episode, and it's pretty good. Yeah, like the mechanic, it's, it's not the strongest episode. In fact, it's sitting pretty close to the middle of our list, but it feels like required viewing. Right. Whereas this one feels like one that, yeah, sure, you can watch it and have a good time, but you can also skip it and you wouldn't be missing out on anything. Exactly. All right. In that case, is Fire from Olympus better or worse than number 46? Prophecy of <laughs> Doom! Now this is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Now we're getting somewhere. Okay. 
<laughs> this this one's this one is better animated. Yep. I'm I'm trying to decide whether I like Nostromos or Maxi Zeus better. I think Nostromos is a bit is a more dramatic, engaging villain. I think he's he's even hammier, which is fun, and also he's sort of pathetic, which I enjoy. Like right. he's got the the running gag of his his hairpiece is always almost coming off. Yeah, just like little things like that. Like at the end of the day, he's a joke, <coughs> and it treats him as a joke. Yeah, Zeus is a joke, but also the episode tries to build him up as a serious threat, and he's so cuckoo bananas that. I never take him seriously as a threat the way the episode seems to want you to. It's like you said at the very end when he aimed his cannon. What was he going to aim at? Yeah. Was he just going to shoot at a building just to shoot at a building? It, even the writers, I don't think, knew. They just, you know. Yeah. It's, it was a very disposable episode. And Prophecy of Doom, I, I'm on the record. I don't like that episode. Mm. I'm going to say it's better, though. Okay, I'm going to concur. I think it's very close. I, I like that we were both, neither of us wanted to come out and give it a verdict. We needed to go through the science first. I, it's RNGs is probably <laughs> overheard <laughs> us. I was like, you know what? I'm going to save that one for later. I, <laughs> Put that in my I pocket. Was, I was hoping we would get to make that direct comparison. It was not in our hands. But RNGs knew what we needed to do this science right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Is Fire from Olympus better or worse than number 49, The Cape and Cowl Conspiracy? I think The Cape and Cowl Conspiracy is better. Mm, I was going to say I think Fire from Olympus is better, but I don't feel strongly about that. I, I think we can, I we like, can test that. I really enjoy John Reese Davis, his performance. I don't think anyone else could have played that character. Uh, that's Worm, true wormwood even though he's a pretty forgettable terrible he's discount kroger brand riddler yeah his performance though is still a better performance than maximilian zeus i think maximilian zeus you got just the most generic of generic characters in this thing yeah um, i i like maximilian zeus not so much from a from a voice performance standpoint although that was fine but just as a physical presence, as this, the way he's animated, his posture, his movement, I think he is effective on that level. He's effective, but I, I think Wormwood is a better acted character, even though he's still not great. And also, yeah. even though the death traps are pretty lame, it's a lot better than the death trap that Zeusipu put him in. The 12 yeah, tasks of Hercules. Yeah, of which we only see two. Yeah, that's, those were some pretty weak sauce death traps. Yeah. So you know what? When you break it down with science, that's, I'm going to concur. That's what we the, do here. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In that case, we're getting down to the, to the bottom of the list here. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then I hit the button. <laughs> Is... Fire from Olympus, better or worse than number 56, I've got Batman in my basement. I, it is better. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> Concur. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have super strong feelings about really anybody in this episode, 
but neutrality is better than active hostility, which is <laughs> what I have towards everybody in stupid fucking Batman in my basement. <laughs> this, this one was a very passive episode, yeah. uh, whereas Batman in the basement was a very, it almost engaged you too much. Almost to the yeah. point where you wanted to turn it off. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, trust me. I wanted to turn that piece of shit off. I, I, I may have, like, in, in this episode, I may have felt my attention waning. Like, I may have been tempted to look down at my phone. But I never felt like, I want to turn this off and just go do something else. Right. This is, this is one to put on while you eat your cereal, while you, you know, maybe play a video game on the other screen. But... Yeah, Batman in my basement is just one to not watch, yes. if you can help it. <laughs> All right. So in that case, is Fire from Olympus better or worse than number 52, The Underdwellers? I'm going to give the edge to, to Fire from Olympus. The Underdwellers might have the visual edge and the atmosphere edge for some of those good, like, silent scenes and some of the good lighting stuff. But it was just boring. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually going to go for the other way around, but it was pretty boring, wasn't it? Whereas this one, once it was over, it's like, oh, well, all right. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. All right, I concur. <laughs> Fire from Olympus. And uh, I like, even though Maximilian Zeus isn't that great, I'll take him over Sewer King. Yeah, yeah. Sewer King's a lame wad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In that case, is Fire from Olympus better or worse than number 51? It's never too late. I'm going to say better. It's never too late is another one that was just kind of boring. Right. Yeah. Although I liked the performance of Stromwell. Yeah. But his character was kind of dumb. Yeah, it's it's this is another one of those hard choices where it's it's never too late was at least going for something. Right. It just kind of failed miserably at actually achieving it. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. I'll, I'll, I'll concur. concur. <laughs> Can't <tell>. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Mulder concurs, too. Yeah. <laughs> In that case, we only have one more decision left to make. Is Fire from Olympus better or worse than number 50, Paging the Crime Doctor? I, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I concur. Paging the Crime Doctor felt more like a book than it did an animated show. Yeah. It felt like something that should have been written maybe in a young adult novel or, you know, something, maybe, a, maybe a comic book. Uh, mm. Sure. But not animated. It was so bland and gray and monotone. Yeah, it's kind of drab and dry. Vanilla. Yeah. It just yeah. was not something that I think should have been translated to the screen. Yeah. I think it would have worked just fine in any other medium, but the, but not on TV. All right, I'm going to concur, which places Fire from Olympus at the new number 50 spot, just below the Cape and Cowl Conspiracy, and just above Paging the Crime Doctor. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's 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 a, a little lower than I'd have predicted, to be honest, but 
I'm, I don't think it's wrong. I think that's fine. We <laughs> did our due diligence. Wrong. We did science on it. Yeah, we did our science. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see what science we're going to be doing next week. Next week, we've got Read My Lips. Do you remember this episode, Kenny? I do. It's the ventriloquist. It is. Yeah, this is... Um, I think... I could be wrong. I think we see the ventriloquist twice, don't we? Um, Or is this the only time we see him? No, no, because there's a Catwoman episode with the ventriloquist also. Okay, because, yeah, this is starting to get a little little later in the show's run where I have less strong memories of of these. I do recall liking this one. I, I remember liking it fine, but I couldn't tell you other than other than the basic concept of the ventriloquist himself is this nebbishy guy and the the dummy is the is running the show. Like that's a fun concept. Couldn't tell you anything about it other than that. So I'll be interested to see to see those blanks filled in. Right. Yeah, I I can remember just uh flashes in my head. So this yeah. will be kind of fun. It'll, we'll revisit it. Yeah, and this is this is something that's going to happen more and more as we go on. Do you realize, Kenny? I'm I'm looking here. We only have so much more before we start getting into uh, into post redesign stuff. We've oh. got like okay, like uh, like twenty and change. So okay. we've we've got we've got a ways to go yet. We've got uh, we've got not quite six months uh, uh, left to go before we start getting into the redesign <laughs> stuff. Good. All right. Good. <laughs> I enjoy doing this. So, yeah, I don't want it to end anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's if if we want to keep going with with Batman stuff or DCAU stuff or or both, there's plenty more to go. So, <laughs> yeah. we can we can we can keep doing this show just about as long as we want to. Right. <laughs> But uh, that'll be next week. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at Weiske TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter, twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton, or youtube.com slash HBI2K. And you can always find us right here on anchor.fm slash bat rankings. There are buttons. You can press them. You can give us money if you want. <laughs> You don't have to, but we like it when you do. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you very much to everyone that has been supporting us, leaving those five-star yes, reviews, uh, giving us some money, which is definitely coming handy with this going on. Uh, ben had to express, ship me a microphone. So thank yep. you very much for doing that. And also just thank you for listening. We appreciate that. Yes, indeed. And we will see you next week for Read My Lips. Ha <laughs> ha.